Hey everybody, what's going on? You are listening to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski and thank you for joining me. This episode is brought to you by H2KPaintball.com or just H2K Paintball. Uh, <laughs> home of the H2K Tank Tool. So this tool not only lets you degas your tank, but it also assists in taking the reg off of the bottle. A couple other small features that it has, it has a hex head for most standard size burst discs. Um, it has storage also for extra burst disc and tank O-ring. Um, I have been kind of at this tool for a few years now, and it finally came to fruition, and I really, really am happy about it. Um, we have currently right now, I believe just a very, very small handful of black that are in stock. But uh, after that, they are gone for the moment, and we have the new colors that are coming in. Uh, that Well, actually, they're here. They hit the door. So we're going to have um, all are going to be matte colored, or matte finish, rather. Uh, we're going to have orange, gunmetal gray, blue, red, and a silver finish. Uh, these things look so good, man. They look. We're gonna put some uh, pictures up here real soon, but they look even better in person, man. I'm telling you. Uh, but any anybody that is traveling or just somebody who, you know, needs some kind of you know maintenance or likes to do maintenance rather on their uh, on their tanks, and just to have this in there, I tell you, saves saves a bunch of money if uh, if you ever had your tank or anything like that taken from you from the airport. Um, or, I mean, I, for me, I've had plenty of times where I've had to, you know, degas right at the airport and everything because I forgot to, or I've heard many stories of people losing their tanks completely to an airline because they haven't, uh, they didn't degas it. But anybody who plays internationally, nationally, um, you know, if you're flying, anything like that, you definitely need the tank tool for your gear bag. Um, we also have a bunch of other stuff up there. We have um, some soft goods, some shirts, some hats, some beanies, and other things. You can find them all at h2kpaintball.com and more products to come. Uh, also, guys, iconicpaintball.com. Go over there and vote now for the uh, for your favorites over there at iconicpaintball.com. They have the Iconic Awards, the Iconic Paintball Awards. And... It's really impressive um, the scale that Quinn is doing this, and uh, it, it's truly, truly awesome to see, and the amount of respect that you know all these players and teams have for each other um, doing something like this, and uh, it, it really meaning something. Uh, it's really cool to see. And speaking of icons, today's guest is Tyler Harmon, man. He is not only... Uh, one of the nicest guys. Uh, he is also one of the fiercest competitors. One of the most fiery teammates. Um, even though I've I've never been a teammate of his, I've I've seen it, and it's intense, man. I'm telling you. Uh, but just awesome competitor. I love playing against the guy. He's one of my favorite people in the sport. Um, not only is he up for Icon Award of the Year. He is also Defensive Player nominee of the year. He is on the team Houston Heat for Game of the Year of 
also team of the year. He's he's a big part of uh, of all these, and um, I got to sit down and chat with him, and I had a really good time, and I, you know, I really miss and see. I miss talking and seeing that guy, dude. He he brings this light out of you and this energy and this focus and he brings the best out of you, honestly. And that's why he's just a gem wherever he goes. And I can't say enough nice things about him. So uh enough of my blabbing. Here he is, the uh podcast with Tyler Harmon. Enjoy. How are you doing tonight? Good brother man. I'm just uh just chilling, got the kids down, and this is like the only quiet time, so it's the only time I get Bro, to do a podcast. Are you having more or what? I don't think so. No way. I don't. I can't. I can't no way. I thought of, I, I'm like, dude, I <laughs> I know my kids would love like a baby in the house, and my wife is having really bad, uh, like, um. What are we like, talking about? No way. <laughs> like baby fever. But I, I think about it, and like, man, dude, could I handle a newborn right now? It would be exciting, very exciting. Absolutely, but extremely energy draining. I feel, <laughs> and I don't know if I could do. It. I don't know if I could do it. Ooh, I got two hands right here. I got two kids, two hands. I <laughs> exactly. think I'm good. <laughs> exactly, it, dude. It's and I thought about it like this. Somebody told me once. They said everything is made right now in the world. Everything is made for a family of four. There's four chairs at a table. There's there's four seats most of the time in a car. I mean, there you got space for all their shit and everything. Um, yep. You usually enter to win a, a family of four packet to Disneyland. So you add that fifth one, and it's like this fucking wheel that doesn't go anywhere. And you're like... All the cost, all your cost of living goes through the roof because you have yeah. to buy like bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. And then throw no a dog. Way. Throw throw yeah. an eight month old lab puppy in the mix. Do you have one? Like, an eight month old? Yeah, he's no way. He's dumb as a box of rocks, and he's fucking. He's a brute. He's insane. Yeah. That's know? awesome. I, there, I've had so many people that are like, "Hey, um, get a lab." I've had my parents have had labs before. I've had family members who have had labs before, and they're like, um, "They're so." And those dogs, they were great. They were nice. I never, I never remembered interacting with them as like puppies, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember them being really good dogs, and I've, I have, I've heard nothing but good things about them. But I've never had an experience with a lab puppy, and it was, it's just chaos. All the, he eats everything. He digs whole. Oh, I have no grass in my yard anymore. Um, he, he just, he, that just comes with the territory. He shits you know? string. Yeah, and Ooh, it, and, string. <laughs> and and then. He, uh, I asked him, I was like, well, when does this phase kind of like gradually go out? And they're like, yeah, like a year and a half, two years. I'm like, oh my God. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah dude. It's like having a newborn. You have a newborn. Uh, you have I, a newborn. My, um, my kids are four and seven and almost four and seven. Their birthdays are about in about a month or so. But I, yeah, I feel like about I have a newborn. Three, three and a half years apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, you guys are about the same one. age, aren't they? Five and yeah, like two and a half. So just no. a year different. But uh, Theo is seven, and then Max is five right now. Dude, it flies, bro. You're telling me every time I blink, I'm like, what is going on here? This yeah. is insane. Yeah, it's it, crazy. You get it's like 
you're simultaneously being caught up in the moment, but then also recognizing that the past has happened. So it's like you're trying to stay in the moment, but at the same time, you're almost in awe because you're like, how did you get so big and where'd you come from? And, it, and it's like, but it's such an enjoyment because you're seeing them learn and grow and, and participate and, and engage in life that you've, you've kind of nudged them in the direction to, uh, to do that. It makes you grateful for your parents. You're like, man. Oh, dude. God, thank you so much for putting up with all my shit. <laughs> this whole time when I was like, I thought I knew everything. And, and like it, all these uh, sayings that they, they used to say, or they still do, but like these sayings where they're like, I was young once and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I, like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're, <laughs> I'm, you're dumb. I'm out of here. You know, Dude, and, we're uh, still young in the game. Can you believe that? I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. Are you talking about paintball like, or are you talking about life? I mean, for both. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like we're young in the game. Life, yes. Paintball, I feel good, but, but, dude, paintball's, paintball's tough, bro. Oh, it's gnarly. Paintball's it's, tough. It's the gnarliest. Uh, we should hop into this and start getting and start getting the show going. But I oh, do want to. Oh, we're say this we're going already. Oh, I have this. Yeah, I have. I have no. I pretty much just jump in, and I feel if I feel like the conversation is going well. Yeah. I, I just leave it in. There we go. I love I just, it. I let it so, live. Yeah, um, HK just posted a, a new reel on their Instagram, mm. and they were talking about like airsoft versus paintball, which is something like stands the test of time. You know, people always going back and forth. And um, there's this really cool. Uh, he's like an internet personality, and he does mm. airsoft and plays paintball as well. And he was like, "Man, you guys don't understand. Paintball is tough. You know." <laughs> It is tough. It is a tough game, and it's yeah. it's really demanding on so many levels. Oh, absolutely. And and I I think I think about the times like when I first started playing, and I didn't have any any pads or nothing like that. And I was just I was like, what do I need pads for? What are you guys wearing pads for? And then eventually, you just throw yourself into the ground enough where you're like, pads are a great idea. I can't wait to great get pads. Investment. <laughs> yeah, a really good investment. Yeah, the pads. Dude, gotta have them. Especially us when I mean you, especially when you're getting thrown into the game so young. I mean, yeah being a young kid you're made of rubber but at the same yeah. time just to elongate that lifespan of your joints and everything like that like i i hate sometimes i hate talking about this shit because i feel like it's such like an old man thing to talk about but at the same time it's like i'm you know especially talking to somebody like yourself and other front players who which i mean you you are you're more of a utility you fucking play anywhere you know whatever is needed you are there mm -hmm. um but that is that's demanding um mentally and physically and i think that just anybody who has understood the the front position the one position whatever you want to call call it it's like um you know there's a reason why you see snake players they're like at practice especially this like man i'm pretty sure i can make the snake again but let's start let's try something a little different this time <laughs> hey i gotta give props to shane howe he turned Dude. 50 years old he is 50 years old still playing pro paintball snake one off the break every time i gotta show so much love to that dude because and he i started on oakland with him that's right you know and to still see him out there throwing it little literally you're throwing your body on the ground point <laughs> after point just flying yeah. through the air bam it's like a little crash just throwing your Dude. body to the ground and uh you know it, it's something that is very taxing but he's been able to have a phenomenal career yeah and i think his chain keeps getting lower and lower each time 
That's right. Each year, it gets, right. he adds a link. He adds a link to his chain. It just keeps getting longer. Chain the chain, baby. I love it. He's the best. Yeah, dude. It's it's awesome, honestly. Um, you know, thinking about it, it's ooh. Oh, my uh, my podcast cup was dirty, so I got the I got the yeti. Cheers. I love cheers it. to the hey, podcast. Life, honestly, dude. dude. Um, cheers to you, my friend. Who Bro, have cheers to you? You're the Godfather. Uh, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? There's, you and there's, Maddie. You guys. There's you guys yeah. Put it all together. Maddie before, but I mean, you guys, you guys took it to another level to where it's like the involvement of uh, the the audience and the fans and and the the involvement and everything that you've done with bringing the not only bringing the players into the conversation that podcasts already do, you guys has taken it to another level of like the goat squad and just the the marketing for uh, the podcast itself and everything. It's my hats off to you, man. You guys, it's you guys fun, did it uh, an amazing, amazing time. And congratulations on the nomination for uh, was a creator of the year for you yeah. for uh, defensive player and icon, dude. You're a f- yeah, you're a fucking crazy. you're a PayPal god, bro. You're Yo, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I swear to you, I I truly feel that way. And cheers to you, Carl, and everything that you've done in the game, brother. Thank you Thank for you, for all of your tremendous service because you have inspired countless people to pursue this game and have been a front runner it's hot carl baby are you kidding me you started this whole thing of like the fast paintball player that'll take your side of the field and just shoot the whole side up and you've had tremendous success as a paintball player and in every avenue i mean you guys are crushing it with the tank tool you know (laughs) and uh and still having fun being really creative with that i would have actually liked to see the tank tool somewhere in there because i think I, I every time i use that thing i'm like what have i been doing what have I been doing <laughs> right, for all these right. years when I've been, uh, you know, turning it into my gun? My gun turns to an ice cube. We were primates, then... dude. When it, when we didn't have that, we were primates, and we were just smashing shit on the Banging ground. It like, on, yeah. it. <laughs> I'm glad you're using it. That's uh, awesome, dude. That's great yes, to hear. I religiously use it. I, it's in my bag everywhere I go. I'm always using it because I'm flying somewhere every weekend doing this, that, and the other, and it's a, it's a staple in my gear bag. Hell yeah, dude. We got we have some new yeah. colors coming out, um, and they're about to drop here soon. But I want to get you. Um, I you I finally have a uh, an awesome laser cutter that uh, I'm, I'm making H two K stuff right now. Um, I'm also laser engraving, so I'm gonna get you a personal one too. Um, yeah. with, with your name and your number and all kinds of crazy shit on the back, so that if dude. you if if you lose it, they'll know whose it is. Yes. So I'm all right. I'll, I'll get I'm gonna you guys have to one. send you some uh, some like barrel tips and stuff to have laser engraved and put some stuff on them. I'm still getting to the rotary side, but yeah. like anything flat right now, it's it's okay. yeah, it's um it's going. It's it's crazy though. It's like um, it's super fun though because it's something new, and I'm I'm getting to learn this kind of new skill, and it's like I'm still in that super honeymoon stage where it's like I'm just trying to absorb as much as possible, and like it's it's yeah. fun because you're learning something new, but. There's such um, a crazy science behind all that, oh and you know, especially the guys who are doing it right, they mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. It's a it's a meticulous craft that you yeah. have to really hone in, and there's going to be trials and errors, but yeah. it's uh, that's half the fun, you know, is is the yeah. ups and downs and failing and getting back up, trying something again. Mm-hmm. That's really you know what it's all about. No matter what you do, whether it's laser engraving or going on the paintball field or stepping into a different business adventure or yeah. Whatever you're looking to do is, is that trial and error and enjoying, you know, all that process there. Hell yeah. Um, 
Yeah, dude. So I'm I'm super glad that you're using it. Um, I I haven't really talked about. I've talked about it. It's weird because I took a break from uh, doing the podcast uh, just because I've with with H2K coming out and which is weird because like I sometimes I just get overwhelmed and I kind of like tend to put like things like let me let me kind of collect myself rather than like being spread out and everything and I kind of put the podcast on the side a little bit to work on H2K stuff which sucked in a way because I then I wasn't promoting like on the podcast and so it's like I'm just getting back you're my first guest in like a few months coming back hey, in but let's go. I, I wanted to let you know that you were podcast number four for the playing on podcast That's which right. was which was the first pro on the yes. podcast that was fun I remember that that yeah. was back uh at my old spot and I, that was a fun interview we had on that. One. <laughs> I think that was like five years ago or something like that. Yeah, it's so insane, dude. Man. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And H2K, we've been boosting H2K on PTG, dude. Thank um, you. And talking about it over there because we just think it's such a great tool. And, and you know, we got you and Quinn are both yep. uh, spearheading that project and have been just crushing it on that. Dude, I don't know how Quinn does it, honestly. Like. Hats yeah, hats off real. to that insane workaholic, dude. Because he is not only he's not only I think like he sleeps three hours. <laughs> he, he doesn't I sleep at so. all, bro. <laughs> he doesn't because he, with with his involvement in H two K, um, and his his everything that you guys are working on him with iconic paint, dude. I I almost feel bad in a way because. If if he were, I would vote for Iconic Paintball and Quinn to be a part of creator or innovator or whatever um, off the field thing for the year because it would look bad if he put himself in there. But I would vote yeah. to put him in there as a yeah. nominee because I Absolutely. mean, take my place, bro. You've done he's yeah, done way more than than I could ever think of, and and the the amount of work that he's put in and the thing that he's created to where it's like it's not like red carpet stuff but it's it's getting to that point to where it's like people are recognizing this and it's it's making it it's making people care more uh not, and not only the fans but also the, the 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 players the peers who are actually like in the mix making them like appreciate this whole thing that we're doing more and the, and yeah. not only appreciating but also like acknowledging the ones who are stepping out and above and and doing the work and um i think it's a great thing and i i, I like i said i wish Hell that yeah. we could have some kind of spot for dude, him when you could take our spots dog because 100 dude you're dominating 100 yeah. and you're right you know he and he has a whole other aspect of business he's he's crushing it everywhere you know he's working mm -hmm. on 10 different projects and his own job um, we actually, his own yeah, company and yep we actually have some exciting stuff that we're working on that hopefully we can start to see in 23 or we're not entirely sure you know yeah. when it will uh, manifest, but it's there and, and we're ready to launch it at any moment. Um, and, and it's really like what we talked about, bringing the the users into being captivated by the game, everybody watching it, um, because it is one of the most difficult games and it's very captivating. And if you play paintball, you know exactly what we're talking about. There's mm. a certain feeling that you get that you can't get playing any other sport. It's a really unique, uh, I don't know, like a rush obviously yeah. that you get. And uh, it's something that is timeless and you build relationships out there. And Quinn has been building tons of relationships on the East Coast. He's got the newbies blowing all that stuff out and yeah. having the semi-pro line. So hats off to Quinn and everything he's doing. Yeah, dude, he's a madman. He's He wears a million hats and he wears them. And they're all fitted. They're all yeah. fitted hats. <laughs> he wears them all. 
Yeah. Um, I, Lord. uh, so yeah, Quinn, you're, you're, you're a fucking genies, bro. Um, yes, but you, sir, you're, you are one of those people who I hands down enjoy playing against. Like, I'm sure that I would, I would even love playing with more, but playing against you is for me, like playing against players like you and, and you yourself, um, are reasons why I enjoy this game is because excuse me um not only are you just a hands down one of the you know the best to ever do it but you bring out uh you bring out things of your teammates you bring out things um from the people that you're playing i i, I don't know if you know this but like even the guys oh, yeah. that you're playing against dude you bring shit out in people that's like <laughs> that's like i'm gonna shoot that fucking dude and if i don't shoot that dude it's a problem and and you yeah. and you make it like this this uh, this focus, this unintentional focus, like for the people who are playing against you. Obviously, when your your teammates oh, would know it. this, that yeah, I feel it. <laughs> it's fun, dude. It's so fun. I know what's going on. And, and paintball is this, um, this, and the, the feeling I think that you were trying that you were trying to think of, at least for me, is like this collective and controlled fight or flight, because yeah. it's it's like a constant like fight, move forward or like. Oh fuck! Oh sh oh shit! You're like you're you're like mm -hmm. trying to figure there's shit no other out. Option. There's, there's nowhere no to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You have no other option but to move forward with some power. Yeah. And be the best damn version that you can be out there. Because mm -hmm. if you're not, you're gonna get run over, like you said. <laughs> yeah. And you have to, and you have to play with control, like being and being so calm. And I think this is another thing. Like you, we've always heard the questions like, "What's the difference between?" you know, uh, divisional, what's the difference between the good guys and the great guys? What's the difference between the great guys and the, the elite guys? And I think it's, it's the amount of confidence that you have when you're on that field, because I feel like sometimes the most confident guys, and it's not just the guys who are talking shit, who think they're confident walking out to the gate or what it's the guys who can play who you watch play and who they're not, they're playing the game. And so entranced in the game that they're not even thinking it's just it's just happening man and it's like those are the ones that are fun to watch and and i i group you in with that where it's just like it's so fluid and not only do you have style but you have your your paintball i don't even know how to say it but it's like the way you move your body and the way you control the game with your body and and you your will is exciting as hell to watch dude it's been a metamorphosis i'll tell you what uh Cause I started playing when I was just a kid and you know, yeah, I was pro and I was okay, but I wasn't by any means like the best pro or, or really like great at all. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I was, I was pretty good. I was good enough to, to make the team get trained and get beat up for a long time. And by savages, dude, savages yeah. <laughs> on Oakland. Savages. Dude, it was, it was just another time. It was a different time. Uh, and paintball was different the the way that the marker shot was different the style of play was different it was a much it was two 25 minute halves when i first started playing pro <laughs> so you were in the nets with another team for 50 minutes yeah. you know and you better come correct because they they don't stop racking the points up there's no race two in this format either yeah it's it's you know we're seeing 21 to twos and 22 to fours and people are just getting you know, run over 
yeah. legitimately. Or so, or even the games that are close. Is, you're still playing so many points. The games that are twelve yeah. to ten or fucking eight to ten or some shit. You know, those are that's grueling. a lot of points still. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was it's grueling. It is. And I guess what I'm trying to say is the metamorphosis of having to go through all these different styles has given me a good outlook on how to approach this current format that we're playing. And, you know, I can, uh, I can step into any format and feel really comfortable, but it's mm-hmm. fun that we've, we've streamlined this so much to this five versus five and, uh, and the way that we've set it up with the, the clock and the system, it's very efficient and we're seeing some really exciting paintball. And, uh, you know, I only wish that we can continue to, to develop the product make sure that we're doing the the best that we can to make sure the viewers are getting the best show that they possibly can mm-hmm. so that we can continue to to mature the game but i guess in regards to my play style i just i have to give it all back to like my dad you know my family uh rich telford bob long dave baines um even like the twisted factory camp where i first started all of these people i'm nothing without everybody in paintball there's so many amazing people in paintball i truly when i say i feel like the luckiest guy in the world i really mean that Mm -hmm. like and uh you know i'm just so grateful for this community and all these people that um gave me an opportunity you know all throughout the years all the different um teams that i've played for thank you you know i'm eternally grateful to the organizations that i've seen to place me where i'm at with heat and be able to you know chase these trophies with these guys who are some of the most badass dudes in the world. <laughs> and I couldn't ask to be surrounded by a better group of guys. So we're just, you know, we're having fun with it and yeah. always switching the styles up, always looking to come with a different uh, flavor so that we can try to hoist up the trophy. You know, that's what it's all about. Hell yeah. You know, I always, I always think of it this way is like, you know, where somebody getting to the top is you can't get to the top unless you have great determination and uh, just a great overall will to succeed being helped out by great individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it, it, others can see that too, and they want to help. They yeah. want to help you if you want to help you. But that's that's the key. That's the key thing, man. You you have to want it more than the people around you want Absolutely. it, because they the pe- people will always be there. Like. Obviously, there are many, 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 many different situations that people are in, and I'm not saying that this is a, um, this is for everybody exact, like the exact soup that everybody needs to eat, right? But I mean, but overall, it's been proven. I feel like to where, if if you want something so bad to where you obsess about it, people will help you along your way achieve that dream, but. If you think that people are going to carry you to that finish line, um, there's it it's it doesn't happen like that. You have to put in the effort and you have to put in the time and you have to you have to not only want that, but then also do those things that I just said above that. And then and those people will see that determination ooze out of you and they will that and, and but that's the circle, right? Because then people see that and then that almost kicks in something in themselves to where they start to get motivated and determined exactly. and then they want to help you out because not not just because fucking shit whatever goes around comes around but it's also because 
it's like it, it just feels, good, feels fucking good, dude. Yeah. It does, honestly. <laughs> it feels great, dude. I I just got a new job and I I work for a company called New Motion. And, nice, dude. Congrats. And thank you. And awesome. this will this is currently until H2K starts taking up more of my time, and then it's full time yeah. H2K. But um, which we have more products. We'll talk. We'll talk that. We'll talk about that. Dude. But um, but we're talking about feeling good right now. Um, yeah. But I I just got this new job uh, from New Motion, and I work on power wheelchairs, power and manual wheelchairs for people, and um, this. Even though it's just like manual labor, it's just doing, you know, it's it's fixing chairs and stuff like that. But it's like the when you're done with that and you're handing it off to a kid or or a woman, uh, an older woman who lives alone or just something to the, somebody's kid who's uh, changing, dude, it's and, and the delight that they have that their chair works and they're fixed. And they're, it's it honestly, I leave almost every customer with a smile on my face because it just makes yeah. me it just and it's not it's not a selfish thing. It's it's more or less knowing that that I'm helping somebody out and that makes me feel good. Well, man, I wish people were more selfish to feel like they want to uh, help more people out and get that feeling, you know, because <laughs> yeah. we really need that uh, more than ever right now. You know, there's so many uh, things trying to pull us in every which way, but we got to just remember we're on the same team. It's, yeah. you know, we're all we got. All of us out here, we're all we got. And we got to um, do the best that we can to be empathetic and and help you know and, and mm -hmm. i love that you're doing that that's so amazing because you literally are changing their lives you know I that love is it, a life-changing upgrade yeah that um that makes them and it's full circle like you said they feel good you feel good you've done a service you're you're making money you know you're providing for your family yeah um all of that is just so beneficial for for the culture and for us as a people and we need more good energy type stuff like that cooking up and mm -hmm. we can get really creative and create jobs that make people feel good there's a whole market space in that that maybe is untapped that yeah. we haven't seen before that could be i mean why not why couldn't that be a billion dollar industry you know mm -hmm. and uh and really shift things in and push them the way that that the heart knows that it needs to go you can feel it in your heart when you're doing things that are for your higher purpose and for people around you um i know Dude, thank God for paintball because it's it's been able to allow me to be a part of a, a community of people, and I've been able to meet and talk to so many people. And really, those are the those are the gifts of life. Is yeah. like what we're doing right here, you know, chatting about everything, mm -hmm. um, meeting different people. That's really the most rewarding aspect of experiencing all this is the relationships you build with your family, with your friends, and yeah. uh, within this amazing industry that we have. Yeah, dude. With with every good deed that I do, my mustache gets darker and longer. <laughs> Shout out to the mustaches yeah, out there. Dude. Let's go. You you are definitely an inspiration. I have like I have like the Midwest mustache going on right now. It's hey, like, any mustache is a good mustache. It's we need true. As many of them as we can get. That's true, dude. I never thought I was gonna be able to grow one when I was in high school, and then as I got older, it just kept getting thicker. And That's then what I'm saying. And now it's kind of in. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll just let it stick around for a little bit, and I won't get as much dirty looks as I used to. Dude, Bob Harmon, my dad, had a stash, and I was always like, damn. You know, when I was growing up, I was like, I can't grow a stash. How's this guy got a stash? And then within, like, the last few years, my kids got into Mario, you yeah. know, and it was, like, oh. Halloween time, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to send it. I'm going for the stash. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit, and I'm going to be Wario, and I was Wario, <laughs> you know, the yellow one. He said, yeah. I'm going to win. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> you kind of look like him. <laughs> no, you so no, I, no, no, no. You look like Waluigi. 
Okay, Waluigi. The I get taller, all, skinnier yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, there's Waluigi. Yeah, he's the purple one, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the Mario crew is amazing. We play Mario Party. We got, you know, all these different Mario games. Hell yeah. Actually, for Christmas, my kids were interested in, like, they heard that I played uh, a Nintendo Game Boy Color, like this old you know, I remember this that old Nintendo with two buttons and you can go, you know, up, down, left, right. And so they were like, you know, we want to play a Game Boy Color too, Dad. They're like, it's cool. It's old. Like yeah. you. you now know? they're like $400 and, for a Game yeah. Boy Color. I went looking for one. It was, it was legitimately, it was 150 bucks that I had to spend <laughs> on this thing. But we got one and it's, it's awesome because my kids are super into like the cartridge games now. And Dude, it's, it's so uh, crazy, bro. It's so fun. crazy. It's it's mm-hmm. cool because it's like you get to see some of the stuff that was like in style, like a lot of the '90s style is like in now and everything. But it's yeah, it's cool to see like all the. I don't want to call that retro because that doesn't seem retro to me because that's like that was my childhood. But it's yeah. like uh, you you look at it and sometimes you see this stuff kind of come back and you're like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, dude, some of the stuff we have now is like so cool. Why would you want to go backwards? But oh, it's like yeah. it's nice to yeah. like reminisce about old stuff, but. At the same time, there's so much like innovative, fucking cool stuff that is happening that I'm like, why would you? Why would you not want to have this? It's like going from <laughs> a laptop to a typewriter. It's like <laughs> yeah. cool for certain things, but they like it for about like 20 minutes, and then they're back <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. You know, they're like, yeah, this would do. The Switch is sweet, bro. Yeah, it's it was that's, that's the like the ultimate kid like yes. console. Yep, I even super like user it. friendly. Really yep. easy to navigate. They got a bunch of great games on the go, or you can dock it on the go. Yeah, it's yeah. They like uh, Breath of the Wild, some Zelda. You know, they're getting down on Ooh. some Zelda. Yeah, my my son right now he's doing um, the Marvel Legos. He's doing a little bit of Splatoon. Um, Splatoon's fun. Splatoon is pretty fun. We got we got to do the online. We we haven't done the online stuff yet. We're just doing like around the. Around like the paintball, kind of. Yeah, it is pretty. It's 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 cool though the, how they like they uh, turn into a squid and you can like swim through yeah. the ink and everything. I'm such an old man. Um, and the games and the VR, the VR is is coming in full force. I haven't uh, done that we, yet. Yeah, it's. I have one of the Oculuses. Actually, somebody that works with Facebook um, reached out to me and was like, "We got to get you an Oculus." I was like, "Okay, send me an Oculus." <laughs> and then. Uh, so I've been rocking the Oculus a little, been playing some snapshot VR, and it's really captivating. Really? It's unbelievable, Carl. You feel like you're in the game. You feel like you're on the field. You're snap shooting. You're you know you're moving your body, and yeah. it really is a immersive experience. I think that as we move into the next four to five years, we're gonna see some pretty wild stuff with the headgear that we're going to see it's you know it's kind of big and bulky right now yeah. but it's going to get streamlined and it's going to become a part of the glasses like the glasses you're wearing are going to have an interface and there's going to be this other aspect of reality that's going to come into play over the next you know 10 years where you're going to have signs that you can't see without this particular stuff on or mm-hmm. like these things that are going to be popping up and it's going to get kind of crazy i mean like uh, futuristic sci-fi movies and you know wild stuff like that. I'm I'm equally terrified and excited. I know, <laughs> but I think that's how it works, right? I think that's yeah. how it works. I think like our parents 
or, or, you know, I think that it's kind of cyclical in that, in that way where it's always pressing forward. Yeah. There's, there's no stopping the progression, you know? And, uh, I just hope we're wise enough to be ready for anything. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know, we have to be. It, it's very powerful that what we've built, the infrastructure is so smart mm -hmm. and, uh, it's aware it is like an entity. It's its own thing now, yeah. you know? So we just have to make sure that we're also very smart and, uh, and navigate appropriately on that. Yeah, dude, I, I can't imagine like the, uh, the kids going through it, um, now and just being completely immersed, like not, not knowing, yeah. not knowing a life before, like just social media before mm -hmm. the internet, before it, you know, um, exclusive internet kind of a thing. Um, or, I think we'll see devices. that though too. You know, I think that there will come a time where, um, that will become cool. You know, mm -hmm. people are like, ah, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll get to a point where it kind of turns people off too. If, if, if that's how it goes, but yeah. you can't argue with the business aspect of the telecom. It is, it is funneling so many new ideas and so many new infrastructures that are being created and being able to become powerhouses through those channels. Yep. You know, there's there's really a lot of uh, unique creators that we've seen come on the scene just through the fact that the platforms are available and you had to do things a little bit differently before the internet and before computers. Mm -hmm. And the whole world has changed over the last 20 years, you know, as we push forward. Yeah, there's, there's so many avenues. Even now, like yes. I just, I was, like my goal with the podcast was just to like, do a bunch of podcasts but like i said with you guys you guys took it that step further where it's like yeah let's do a bunch of podcasts but then let's also do um you know do the chat room let's also do all this other stuff and it's just it's it's stuff that i need to start working on because it's it's just it's it's only growing uh you know growing you guys um but it's yeah. also it's just so cool because it's like you you guys are making it's you're almost simultaneously putting yourselves on a pedal, but also making yourselves very um, uh, approachable. Not that you weren't, but I mean, like you can you can just like, you know, with what you guys do with your fans, it's like you're you're very approachable and you're very like answer questions. You can just people can like talk to you and everything. But at the same time, that almost grows your um, your your paintball like celebrityism. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. but it, it's it's so cool to see, and I just. Um, it's the most I'm honored to be honest with you. And yeah, if you message me, you know that I always write back like everyone that messages me good, bad, ugly. I don't care, yeah. you know, and uh, I appreciate it. Even I love I get like I said, I get all types of messages and I appreciate them all. You know, people showing love. Uh, most of the time, people that aren't showing love typically just do that in comments and stuff. But <laughs> it's uh, it's all love because we're pushing this game forward. You know, mm -hmm. we're on a mission. You and I, all of the paintball players that are playing in the pro ranks, all of the amazing companies that are making paintball gear. Um, shout out to HK and everything they do for me, and uh, DLX creating amazing paintball markers for the for the community. There's so many people that have fallen in love with this game and it's only growing. We're still such a small sport. Mm -hmm. You know, we've only been around for a blink of an eye in comparison to all these other really mainstream sports. So we just got to, like I said before, we got to keep really caring about the product, making sure people have fun when they go to their local fields 
making sure that we take care of our local parks and stores. Um, those are very important for us to keep, obviously, the markers running, the players out at fields, and we want to make sure that we really put that at the top of the pecking order of, of nurturing those communities and making sure that they're taken care of. And, you know, just keep having fun. It's one of the most fun sports you'll ever play. Mm -hmm. I know because I've played every sport under the sun pretty much, and <laughs> I've smashed my shins on rails doing skating and snowboarding, uh, biking, all the extreme sports, baseball, soccer. I played football for a little bit, but then I was like, I'm just going to go get shot up with paintballs. It seems way funner. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's just an amazing time with the most amazing people. And everyone looks out for each other, which – we all need a tribe. You know, life is really hard. And sometimes just a few nice words can change someone's life, legitimately yeah. change someone's life. And you see that in this game and maybe more so than than most other games. I don't know what it is about paintball, but it's really unique in that regard. So um, everybody out there just keep having fun and we'll keep, you know, making sure the good times are rolling and putting out shows, everyone making content and playing paintball. Hell yeah, dude. It's it's exactly that, right? It's just it's making content and it's making things that people not only that people enjoy that you guys enjoy doing. Uh, you know, yeah. that's a reason why I think so many people are doing things now with the Spick and Span show and with you guys and and every everybody that's putting content is they're enjoying themselves while they're doing it. Yeah. And you were talking about um, you know taking care of the fields and the players and the the newcomers coming on. I mean that that those are the roots of the game. Those are, those, that's, that's the base of the, that's the, the foundation that needs to be solid, that needs to be treated, that needs to be, um, that needs to have a good direction. You know what I mean? And, and we've always talked about this gap between like, um, you know, coming over. It's, it's weird. Cause I've, I've heard, I've heard it from so many different perspectives, right? Like, you know, from the, the transition, because we want, we want so many people to get introduced to the game but we also want a lot of people to stay rental players because that 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 constantly feeds those paintball fields you know because we know how some tournament players they, they start to get into tournaments they start wanting more and expecting more and we know how that and you know how that goes but it's um there's nothing wrong with that you just gotta work for it exactly you, know, you, you have more, to it's a it's a give and take yeah. You know, it's a give and take. Help the field out. If you want more from the field, help the field. Maybe clean up the bunkers. Maybe, you know, do things that they need help with and, and be a great organization for that field. Mm -hmm. And then I think the field's more likely to want to help you. Yeah. You know, but it's, it has to be both of you helping each other. Yeah, because you have to give the field an incentive to help you out. Otherwise, you're just another paying customer. Mm -hmm. And and and, th and that's going to come down from like... Yeah. I mean, and I know this is almost talking about morals, but it's like if you're going to start doing that, you have to make that commitment of like, man, if they're if they're doing this stuff for you, you definitely have to do, you know, what the field needs from you. But you're also that's going to be time that time and money that you're going to be able to save and and start to utilize to make yourself better. And because oh. the field is doing that, don't waste their time and don't waste your time and get there and go to work. And and you're getting this opportunity that not a lot of people do. I mean, how many people at a paintball field, um, you know, just pick a paintball field, maybe get an opportunity where I'll get a discount if I can come out and do drills and I'll clean up afterwards and I'll do this or I'll do that and I'll sweep or, or whatever. I'll greet people. You know, yeah. it, it's you know, it's something like uh, just doing something like that. But it's like don't don't waste the time. Make sure you put in the work and make sure you 
make sure you have clear goals. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. The process is the most fun part. That is the aspect of your life that you should care the most about. Most of the time we're too caught up. Even, you know, we're steadfast in the moment. We're thinking about all these things we can do, but then we miss the, the fact that the process is sitting right in front of us mm-hmm. and you already know what the process is. It's like we said earlier, doing things that make you feel good and help others. And if you can do things like that at the field in any way, it's not going to go unnoticed. Yeah. And that energy is going to carry through and you're going to be able to, to use that good energy to carry you on that process in the moment of those experiences into the future, be able to use that to become better. Like you said, you have to, you know, don't be so short-sighted and, and a lot of people miss the opportunities that are right in front of them. They don't understand how close they are. Um, if you kind of just get out of your own way yeah. and just start doing what you know, you know, it is right in your heart, then everything is so much easier. You can just start to flow through it all, you know, and, yeah. and uh, it, it helps so many people and it helps you along the way. And it's way easier said than done, you know, um, completely easier said than done. Yeah. But once you kind of start to practice it and get into those rhythms, then it becomes a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And before you know it, that's your new normal. That's, yeah. that's how you're processing things now, you know? And, and then you can start to really see like the golden nuggets of life appear because things become a lot more uh, streamlined and seamless and you're able to, you know, move quickly towards your goals. And if you're working hard enough, like you said, it's going to be meticulous work. You know what I mean? I, uh, I don't want to brag about my work ethic, but man, I work hard. I really do. And I enjoy it. I enjoy working hard because I know where I'm going. I know um, that I want to be the best teammate that I can possibly be. I want to be the best father I can possibly be, possibly be the best husband. And, you know, I want to um, make sure that I leave it all on the table because the, the only thing that I think would be the biggest regret is knowing that you have so much potential and then just leaving it on the table there, you know? So mm-hmm. I guess if I could be um, an inspiration in any way, it would just be to, man, go get it. You know, if you have dreams and you have things you want to do, go get it. That's fun. And then when you're in that process, just like start to let go of all the, the heaviness of society puts on us, all these different norms that you're supposed to fit in, just shed all that and just get into, you know, what you enjoy doing, what you love doing. Obviously you got to work, you got to pay the bills, but if you have a couple hours, man, let's work on a craft, let's do something fun. Mm -hmm. And those types of things are going to perpetuate you into your whole life moving forward that you can really be proud of and have fun with because it's too this life is so delicate and so short you know nothing's promised you got to enjoy every moment and uh there's a lot of reasons to there's so many reasons to yeah man uh you know i i feel the same way and i got a couple questions for you it's um one how has the podcast kind of changed your perspective of the game or of uh, of yourself and then how ha- how has the demand of the podcast and all the other things that you're involved in including playing the game um how has that kind of changed your life as a father and allocating time to to the family and to the kids and how do you find that balance absolutely so crazy thing about the podcast we started that in 2020 um when the pandemic hit, we didn't know what to do. 
And we were like, well, we got to play paintball somehow. Mm. Let's get, let's buy mics and let's talk about this, you know? So that was our way of playing paintball <laughs> Yeah. when we couldn't. And uh, since that moment, I mean, after the podcast dropped the first event back, we won World Cup. So I think the fact that our mentality was so driven to focus on paintball, we're still watching paintball, talking about paintball, maybe even thinking about paintball more than we ever have in our whole careers, possibly, <laughs> you know, once we started the podcast, because we, we hit the ground running and we haven't stopped for the past few years and we don't plan to, you know, we're, we're going to keep this train moving forward. Um, and thank you to everybody out there who tunes in, man. It's we're nothing without this community. The podcast is actually doing pretty big things in the real world too. Cause we're in the top 5% um, of all podcasts in the world right now. Oh, really? So like people are, people uh, are listening man. to thanks brother. Uh, there we're turning people onto paintball just by random couples finding the podcast and they're like, yeah, we heard, heard you guys talking about paintball. We went and tried it. We love it. We play every weekend now. They're like, they're oh, into yeah. it, you know? And uh, just really special things like that. The paintball podcast has definitely shaped my playing ability as well. Because as you know, when you watch video of yourself in any way, whether it's of you playing or communicating ideas, you start to um, have a third point of reference to view yourself from which is a really powerful thing. And it's actually critically imperative that people try to view themselves from a third perspective as often as possible, mm -hmm. because it can really round you out and show you things about yourself that maybe you would miss if you didn't, if you didn't look through that, that different eye. Um, so being able to have the show has been super fun. It's, it's like a party. Every single episode is like a little party. I look forward to it. Um, we get to chop it up with everybody and have a bunch of fun talking about this game we love. And, uh, you know, I think that because of PTG, it took my playing abilities to another level. And um, I'm forever grateful for our community and for shout out to Marcelo, everything he does and making sure that we have great shows. He's on the back end, you know, uh, working the ones and twos and, and making sure that the production's nice and, and fluid for everybody. And then um, the second part of the question, can you remind me on that? So how has the uh, the podcast, playing paintball, everything else that you're involved mm -hmm. in and the time needed for that stuff, how has that kind of, um, how do you balance that with also being a father and a, and a husband? Well, first of all, I got the greatest wife a guy could ever ask for. I love her with all my heart and she helps me out in every way imaginable. We have two beautiful sons together, Theo and Max. Uh, Theo is actually, I can't say it too loud on the mic because you might hear me. It's a surprise, but he's getting an award next week. Um, he's getting like an academic award and he's oh, been nice. getting quite a few of them. So he's crushing it in school. Yeah. And um, we make sure that we, you know, right before this, I was at the gym, then I come home, do the homework. Um, and I have such a great support system and I'm able to, uh, instead of having a daycare, I'm able to work on the podcast, work out, take care of my kids and really be the best paintball player I can be physically, and then also provide you know a cool um, content aspect as well for everybody that enjoys paintball as much as we do. But honestly, it just comes down to the collective. Even you know, Max and Theo are extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, Theo is the greatest young man a dad could ever ask for. I 
I could uh, I could break down and start crying if I start talking about him. You know, it just means the world to me. And um, I feel like the luckiest guy ever in that regard, too, because I have him uh, who's my my oldest boy. And he helps me out with Max. You know, Max is a wild card. Mm-hmm. You typically get, you know, both sides of the coin. Theo's a little <laughs> more chill. <laughs> Max, yep. Max is off the Richter scale. But that's probably what I was like, I would imagine, probably in my earlier days. Um, <laughs> so I appreciate everything that they do. Um, love my wife, Sarah, with all my heart. And it just takes everybody working really hard. We have a good schedule. We use the iPhone to make sure the calendars are dialed in. And I'll, I have my calendar on my wall. I make sure I have the schedule uh, here at the house so everybody knows exactly what I'm doing. And as long as you communicate, no matter what you're doing, that goes for you know your relationships or your businesses, um, friendships. You got to make sure that you know if you're looking to accomplish goals, you got to communicate. Yeah. And that is that's paintball 101 right there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. That is paintball 101. Um, I actually just did a training event last night for Arizona pole position. And we played at nighttime from like 5.30 to about 9.30. We were out there running around. Oh, nice. And it was really rewarding because I would say five or six, maybe even more of these players have only been playing for about six months. So right off the break, they're getting me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm hardwiring them with exactly how to posture their feet. Uh, where their eyes should be locked on when they pull that that marker up, where the tank should be placed, how the elbows should be set, you know, lock in your lats, drop those elbows under the tank, keep everything tight. So they're getting the full regiment, you know, yep. and it's it's just so amazing how many people love paintball. We see it all over the world. And I think that I don't think that's going anywhere. You know, I think that paintball is here to stay. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I agree. I, and I think it's getting it's getting bigger and bigger. You know, with every year that goes by, I mean, I think with great help with the podcast, uh, with yours, obviously, but then also with uh, with other all content, us, dude. with the it social media, everybody. yeah, with with all everybody that's posting all kinds of things on social media, and just getting and just pumping the world full of uh, of our great sport is is just helping one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think you know, I know that um, my heart goes out to anybody that was affected by what happened in twenty twenty, uh, but. It really showed us that we got to get outside and we got to connect. Mm. We got to have fun. And paintball does all of that. And it does it in such a way that you've never experienced before. So if you are hearing this for your first time, you're thinking about playing, go out there and play and tell them that Carl and Tyler sent you, (laughs) you know, Uh, and then spark some conversation and have some fun out there because you're going to find that the community is second to none. Everybody takes care of each other like no other community I've ever seen. It's it's really an amazing group of people that all love this sport. Yeah, absolutely. And it's um and it's continuing to do so. And I think that it's I think what's a wonderful thing is that I'm I'm super fortunate to be able to be able to see you guys again and see so many so many familiar faces and watch everybody grow up and grow with the sport. And um you remember Modesto, uh, dude, dude? I still f- I feel Modesto, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it was, oh, uh, dude. Yeah, I still, I still feel it, man. And um, yep. It's just, it's, dude. It's so cool. I, it, like, I, I wish 
everybody who ever played paintball was able to go through the journey that I did to really appreciate the game, to appreciate the the finesse of some of the greatest to ever do it, and to be able to play against and with um, some of those guys and uh, and, guy, and girls. And I think that it's I don't know. It's just it's a blessing, and I and I think I, I like I said I wish people got to experience that. Like everybody got to experience that because it was just um, you know it was a blast, and, it, and it's it's a blast now. It's you know it's a mm-hmm. whole new kind of era, and it's but I mean when you when you really think about it, at least for myself, um, when you really think about it, paintball is paintball. Paintball is <laughs> basics, dude. The game the game essentially in itself has not changed. Right. Nope. It is not. No. It has not changed. The format that we kind of uh, that we orbit paintball with, and we enclose it with, is constantly changing for the most part. But but that core, that nucleus of paintball, has mm-hmm. always been the same. The premise has always been the same. And I think that um, as long as that doesn't change, I feel like I'll be able to you know step on the field and just just play. You know? That's the great thing about the sport is you I can know, play right? for forever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you can just hold it down in the back if you need to, yeah, you know. Dude, my I'm until my legs fall off. And That's even it. then, even then I'm gonna yeah. come out. There we go. <laughs> dude, lifers. That's what we are. Yeah. That's what uh Frazy, he would always be like, you know, and Marcelo, it's like lifers, you know. Yeah. We're we're in this and how lucky. How lucky are we? We get to run around, and shoot these gelatin capsules all over the place, and yeah. you know, be some big, crazy, grown-up kids that get to obviously play. When you're at the highest level, it's um, there are other gears to the game, so that nucleus is a little bit tighter. Mm-hmm. But overall, yes, the game has not changed. It's still that tightness that is what cap- makes it fun, dude. That's what that's to me. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm one of the one of those guys, but it's like I f- playing against guys like that. I feel it, and it and I feel like it makes me play better. And I just like for sure. Yeah, yeah. Pro paintball is a whole nother monster, because yeah, um, there's a certain aspect of like telepathy going on where you have to be reading things on another level like through your ears and through your through your being mm-hmm. like you got to feel it on your on a cellular level when you're playing at that high of a, a rate um, and things are happening so fast yeah. you know before you know it if you miss one little detail it's monumental it changes the entire game so you yeah. really have to be on your p's and q's and like i was saying last night when we were doing the training a lot of the paintball game is cerebral in the in the regard of you have to really just open up your ears and and let the information roll in so that it can process. Yeah. And then instead of like being someone who's yelling all the time, obviously you want to yell when necessary to, to connect calls, but you want to just try to package the information as best as you can and then fill in the voids for your teammates with information that they're not already saying. You right. know, we always want you to echo calls if you're right next to me so that the person over there has the information. But once we know they have the information, we got to keep building upon the picture that we're trying to, to put together of where they're at, how we're going to win the game, you know, the, all the different situations with the clock. And yeah. it's uh, at the pro level, it's definitely crunching the numbers. Yeah. I see. I like being the guy who tries to mess all that up. Yeah. And just throw the <laughs> wrench right up. Just like, yeah. And they're like, all right, <laughs> they're definitely going to be calling all these spots and I'm not going to be there. But I'm going to put yeah, my head have, out, but I'm going to go this way. And then I'm going to go we this have, way. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be, he'll there meet you, you there. <laughs> I love it. He'll meet you there. I love it. 
yeah, it's um, I love the, I love the game, dude. I'm I'm trying to beat the record of the most times retired and then coming back again. That's a good one. That's I'm, a good I'm one. I'm trying. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, dude, run it up. You know, I think Oliver's uh, trying to trying to battle you for that one right now. I, I guess that, so, dude. You know, he just retired again. I think we'll see him uh, here shortly. You know, and then I, he'll retire. I mean, I think everybody back. retires a little bit in the off season, and then they they kind of come back. Yeah, you have like a <laughs> semi-retired. You have a few you weeks know? where you're like, oh, I'm gonna retire a little bit, <laughs> just kind of like just let up off the gas, and then fucking boom, right dude. back in it. Yeah. We'd, how we'll, cool we'll was that to see, dude, at, at uh, World Cup? I mean, obviously, we Amazing. both wanted to win, but yes. from a from a kid kid's perspective, which I was looking at it as, um, mm-hmm. watching them win with Oliver, and then seeing, um, you know, seeing all those guys win together uh, in the way that they did, it was just it, it was amazing. It's pretty wild. It's yeah. definitely pretty wild. And I got to give so much love to Ollie. That's that's my guy. Uh, I'll never forget when I was a kid. And I know I've told this story other places. I'm not sure if I've told it here, but when I was like 11 or 12, when I was on Twisted Kids, or possibly on Twisted Factory, one of the two, I was only on Twisted Kids for one season and Twisted Factory for another, and then I went to Bob's team. Mm-hmm. But it was in in one of those years, Oliver would come to Modesto with uh, with Dynasty, and there would be like the Ironmen. You would have some really cool camps that would come into Modesto at Extreme. Yeah, straight up, dude. And this was when, like, I would watch Push all the time. Favorite movie. If you haven't seen Push, please do yourself a favor. Go watch Push. It's on YouTube for free. That movie changed my life. I had the VHS, and I damn near burned a hole straight through it (laughs) because I played that thing religiously, always watching that, you know, the music, the nostalgia, the – you have to envision what you want. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I was envisioning where I was going. I knew where I was headed. I knew I was going to play alongside these people. And then I would go to Modesto and I was like, holy shit, he's right there. That's the guy. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I I just really, um, I thank you mom and dad for, for moving there. And, uh, that camp really helped me. And Oliver one day when he was out there said, I I told him I wanted to play him one-on-one and he did, you know, and I was just a kid, and I knew who, who he was at the time. Mm-hmm. He was like the the top dog of the young crew of go-getters. And he played me one-on-one. He beat me, I think, two or three times, but I got him one time. And I'll never forget that one shot You know, changed my life. I was like 12 years old. I knew from that moment on, if I can shoot him, I can shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going full tilt. And then... I, uh, you know, progressed through the years and here we are 2023 and we're, we're still playing against the dude. Dude, It's insane, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It's insane. Like I, I, and, and I was just talking about all those guys that, you, that we see all the time that are obviously older now, but it's like, you look 40. at it, you're like, yeah, they're oh, 40. shit there, dude, there's Rocky Cagnoni. Oh yeah. Oh my God. There's, there's Jacko. There's Dave the Youngblood. Lords. Yeah. And then, then you look at all these players, you're like, oh shit, there's Corey Field. There's. There's Mike Paxton. There's fucking Alex Frey. You know, it's like it. Everyone, yep. dude. And dude, I'm, I'm going. I'm such I'm a nerd, bro. Some, I'm, I'm going to play golf with LB, uh, Bow. Yeah. Brian Bow and Maddie Marshall this weekend. You oh, know, shit. that's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was thinking about that the other. Like, I was sitting at my desk here, just like I'm gonna go play golf with Maddie Marshall and Brian Bow. And I was like, if you would have told me that 
when I was a kid, I was like, you're out of your mind. Why would that, you know, why would that ever happen? <laughs> Dude, imagine th this is, that's exactly how I felt when I first got on excessive. Cause I, w I went from Tipman effect to excessive. Yeah, that's right. And, and I was Dude, like, talk to me about Tipman. Talk to me about Tipman. Blown away. Uh, they're heavy, long. Yeah. And last forever. <laughs> they do. They do. I always it's felt, insane. I always felt like you guys were like, um, way better uh, muscle memory trained because your gear was a little bit like heavier, you know? So I was like, if you put a different gun in their hand, I bet you they would just destroy people. Now, no disrespect to the Titman, yeah. but it is is a Titman. And it's like, you know, it's 200 bucks at the time. Yeah. And you had people that were playing against you with, um, with intimidators, with angels. Right. And I was like, if you put my gun in his hands, I'll bet you it'd be a whole different ball game. Like this guy would be. <laughs> so, you know? so this is, this, this was my take on it of like, uh, when I started playing competitively with Tipman effect and, and that whole process was like, I wanted to be able to get so good that even with a Tipman in my hand, I had no excuses. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I so that. it's like, I, I yeah. wanted, I wanted zero. I would, I wanted. And um, you guys did, you guys did run people over quite a bit. There I remember were times, watching some yeah. games. Yeah. There were there were some times. I mean, we got <laughs> we we had some games that did not go so well, but but we yeah, had but, games that we you know yeah we did really well, and that's what that's mostly. I was what there. I, I was watching. I was right there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I would watch crazy, everybody's paintball games. All your guys. Yeah, it I, it's so weird too because like being on that team, I never looked at it as like this, um, a disadvantage. One, I never looked at it as a disadvantage because I feel like if I did, I'm already losing. Totally. I'm already losing. So yeah. I never looked at it as a disadvantage. So I always tried to do everything that I could to like, I never put like the intimidator shit in there. I was always, I love the manual stuff, but I eventually did have an e-bolt and everything, but I, I didn't want any excuses. I didn't want any, no disadvantages, nothing like that. But I wanted to, um, I just wanted to be able to step on that field and just play my ass off and not have any kind of any kind of um looking back going oh it's because it's we lost that because i'm shooting a tip but i never i never looked at being on that team as like some kind of like nostalgia gimmicky thing which is weird because i feel like a lot of people who i never expected like who i've watched before and came up to me goes oh yeah i've watched you the, like the with the titmans and this and that and i've had yeah. like the russians came over to me like back in the day and they were like oh yeah we did the titmans and this and this it was and a I'm, thing it was, was like, a I, thing i don't yeah. know i don't i'm just playing paintball dude that's all i'm thinking about <laughs> that's all i'm doing no there was a certain style that the titman crew had that was very you know that was your guys' style and it was dope and i gotta show love to the titman that was my very first paintball gun was the titman Nice. That was what I went with. I got a picture in my closet right here of me in like my first couple days with my silver, like, you know, gunmetal kind of color uh, yeah. Titman. Yeah. Out there with my uncle. He's got mobilizers in the hopper. You know, well, you'll, <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll appreciate this. One sec. All right. Let's see what we got. He's got the jerseys got, um, on the wall, too. We I got, got the this. Jerseys. And this was my this was my first Titman. Dude what the man you got it yo the manual 98 dude this is what oh i use oh my god this is i use this in x-ball when it first started coming out like when x-ball first started coming out that's mind-blowing yeah dude it's i still have this and i, I need to like hang it somewhere but you it's have like, to yeah, yeah. it's in that's it's, a relic yeah it's uh it's so crazy dude. um 
and but they just... shoot forever. That thing still works just as good right now as it did then. Uh, you know, I you change know. out a couple O rings. <laughs> yeah, you got to change out a couple. <laughs> There's gonna be some cracks in the <laughs> in the can somewhere. Yeah, for sure. But the innov- dude, go. the innovation of of paintball in general. Like, imagine. Okay, this was a two hundred dollar marker or whatever it was like back in the day. Pick yeah. up an EMEC, dude, or or a, a marker that's two uh, around two hundred dollars. Is it that's a tournament marker, dude? Hands we've, down. We've really we have really done something, and and that's why we're gonna see such an upswing in the sport as well. Is the cost has gone down on a good quality marker? Yeah. Um, as long as we can keep making the the good paintballs that you know give a good experience, because really that's the most important aspect. Yeah. You've got to make sure that the paintball gives the user a good experience. Because if they're breaking, that's not a good experience. If the paint's too hard and it really hurts, that's not a good experience. So you kind of have to make sure that we we really focus on providing people good times when they go out there. Yeah. And there's no reason it can't just flourish. And they even came out. Um, I saw somebody was teasing like a battery-powered uh, paintball marker as well. Well, one, I'm pretty sure that that was a 50 count or um. That was the smaller paintball one. That's right. And obviously that's like, I remember um, Drew Templeton was talking about this years ago and him and I had a small conversation about it, but it's like, there's obviously conversation in like, okay, well, what's, you know, what's the, amp- the amperage of the battery? How long does it last? What, uh, yeah. what, and I, I don't know if it's going to cross over. I think that's going to be more of a hobbyist thing and maybe a big game thing because like in the tournaments, it's like, okay, well, we're, how fast does that thing recharge? Because I need like I need it now. You're gonna have to have batteries on batteries on batteries. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's kind of the one, that's the one downfall to our side of it is that we just need power. We well, need to be plugged they're talking in. Talking about they're talking about taking it to, and this would probably just be for the pro ranks. I don't know. I'm a I'm a huge proponent of us in the pro ranks. Maybe doing things a little bit differently experimenting with different styles, you know, and, and kind of make us the guinea pigs so that we can create the best product. Mm-hmm. But they have been talking about um, going to like four pods or any, maybe even six. I think anywhere from four I've to six. Saying, I've been saying four forever, yeah. dude. Forever. Yeah, I think that I think there is a, uh, if you want to take six, you can take six. If you want to take four, take four. But I think if we cap it at like six, I think that does do something for the game. Um, mm-hmm. It makes the game mature a little bit quicker. And, you know, even if, if you did four, it would, it would definitely add another gear on there too and make it mature way quicker. <laughs> yeah. Four pods advantage bunker. Boom. And <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know if that's ever. Dude, happen. we were, um, I had Tom Cole on the show and he was actually talking about how he was like, I've been talking about, uh, rallying for like, you got to get to a spot and, or, or, or hit a, hit a buzzer to change the color to where it's on your side because we were talking about the uwl mm. um that old league where he had four flags on the field and you had to flip the oh flag God. to your color yeah and then you get points so he's like i don't know if there's some way that to incorporate that kind of a style to the game where you have a focal point where you you get to it maybe on each side mm. and then it rallies points for you or something like that but it's it is an interesting concept and you know, anytime that you're playing paintball, it's good paintball. I love all paintball. Yeah. I love five man. I love big games. I love rec ball. I love hyperball. I love yeah. paintball. You know, I came up when I first started playing paintball, it was not on an airball field. It was in the woods. Yeah. That was where I fell in love with paintball. Fell in love with paintball on the hyperball field, you know? 
that was the most iconic and nostalgic time that I'll never forget my whole life is I have these reels in my mind of like those moments of seeing all these players and Mm -hmm. playing hyperball. And that is what it's all about. It's about us loving all aspects of it. If we can grow a certain market space in it, let's grow it. If we can play different styles, let's play it. And let's just keep having fun with every aspect of paintball we possibly can. Hell yeah, dude. So speaking of fun and aspects, I'll tell you what, (laughs) um, I used at World Cup. I used the single trigger, the single uh, electric trigger, for the DSR plus, and it was, dude, it was hands down, hands down better than you a have double trigger. It, dude, it's a, it's amazing. I Were love you it. Walking it? No. Well, yeah, I, no? I'm just doing this. I mean, yeah, I'm just, just doing this. And so I had, I had a little kickback from the t- from the team at first. When they were like, oh, you want to use it? was like, no. First off, no, I'm Listen, not going to use the mechanical. I'm a revolutionary. <laughs> I'm a revolutionary. <laughs> well, well, I think if you think about it, I think I'm the first pro player to step on the field with a, the pro field with a single trigger, single trigger. in since like mm-hmm. 2002 or something like My that. My first angel was single trigger. My first angel I ever Dude. had. Dude. Okay, so this is, this is what I think. So this is where I'm going. Is that, so one, it was... Um, Eventually, once I got the guys shooting it with the single electric trigger, they were like, okay, no, yeah, you, no, you're good. You're fine. I was like, and second, I'm yeah. like, dude, I wouldn't step on the field and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you guys and just do it as a gimmick. No, I'm telling you, this is, this is great. <laughs> and um, I used it at World Cup. It was amazing. You have such a better grip on the marker, um, left-handed and right-handed. And they're like, well, you're not really going to be able to like keep up in this. I'm like, I'm, te- I'm like, shoot it shoot it and i and and tell me i'm not right and they did and they're and they were like holy shit no you're right there's they're like but you're walking this i'm like i'm telling you that i would be able to pull my trick pull my finger like this five three or five whatever the semi-auto like yeah you know thing is oh for sure and but i think there's gonna be a lot more markers with single electric frames coming out or like somehow they're gonna be coming out because dude it's it's so sweet it's so sweet. Is it for the style? Mostly style? I mean, it looks good, dude. It looks good. <laughs> and you have three fingers on the frame, rather, or you know, four, including uh, your this thumb. Oh, true. Dude, yeah. it's, it's... See, for know. me, I've always done this weird thing where I'm, like, uh, ghost-walking my trigger before mm. I pull the trigger. Yeah. So my fingers are already, like, in the motion, and then that's how I get on a shot, like, quicker. But I guess I would just have to practice with it, you know? But I, it sounds interesting. Dude, using the single trigger in a 10-man really got me down to it. And then yes. when I saw that the DSR had the electric in there, I was all about it. And I used it, and it exceeded expectations. And I was like, yeah. I was like, why would I need something to, to walk it when it's just ramping anyway? And it just it, it proved everything to, to, uh, to that. And it was like, it was, so it was what great. So what are your thoughts on that aspect of paintball do you think that it should be a skill to shoot or do you enjoy the fact that we all have like a uh like a tone to the shot you know it, it's set everybody's tone. on the same the same yeah. level um mm-hmm. i i would would be 100 back for semi-auto 100 mm-hmm. um but if we're going to continue ramping i will continue to shoot a single trigger because there's were, no there's no need to disadvantage myself by taking a finger off of my frame, like mm-hmm. the, I I feel like just having this and having like that yeah. that better power grip or however you want to call it, it just felt better. 
And the trifecta. Un, un, uh, yeah, and until they come out with a semi-auto league, I'm a hundred percent for semi-auto. I have I've always been. I thought it's I thought it's always been a skill, but when they took that skill away and it's really no longer needed, um, I mean accuracy is needed, but no longer being able to like um, yeah, get just going. walking the trigger is kind of like irrelevant. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm I'm gonna shoot a single trigger. Dude, that was definitely a skill that I was really good at. Oh, I loved is, it, dude. Uh, like walking the trigger. So I, practiced I actually it. saw yeah, totally yeah. all the time. I uh I saw some players in Texas playing X ball with mech guns, and I thought that was really interesting too. You know, like mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe maybe uh that works. You know, mech is mech is making a push. Dude, talk with DLX, have them configure you a single trigger frame that's electric for your lux, dude. And I, I promise once you do it, you're gonna you're gonna be sold. You will all right, be sold. I'm getting it. I'm working on it. Work, have them have those <laughs> dude yell at those engineers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. Well, brother, thank you um, so much from the top to the bottom, from every aspect, from a, being a player, from being a podcaster, from being a, an icon of the game. Um, you are hands down an inspiration for so so many people, for so many players, for so many of your your colleagues and your peer. Um, for for me, um, you've been an inspiration on and off the field. And hands down, you're one of my favorite people. And uh, the sport wouldn't be man, what it Carl, is without you, man. I love you, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you for, for everything, man. Thank you all for tuning in. And uh, let's all support paintball and do everything we can. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very delicate ecosystem. So let's make sure that we boost it and we keep having fun with it and give people the greatest experiences we can when they go to those fields. And Carl, God bless you and your family. I hope you all have the best beginning of the year and 2023 as a whole everybody keep having fun and uh playing paintball out there let's play the game hell yeah buddy we'll see you soon all right all right sounds good carl have a good one brother peace tyler Harmon, everybody he is a force to be reckoned with and i'm telling you man it's the the amount of good energy coming off that guy is is amazing and i wish him the best of luck and um you know, no matter where that guy lands, whether it be on the on heat—I mean, not where that—he's going to be on heat. I, I know he's going to be on heat, but it just wherever it doesn't matter where that guy goes, dude. He's he's a a, a giant ball of light, and it's just it's great seeing him out there killing it all the time. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Make sure you go vote. Iconicpaintball.com. Icon Awards. Uh, get your votes in there. There's all kinds of nominees, and. Everybody could use your vote. So make sure you head over there and put in your two cents. It matters. I'm telling you, it does. Also, a big sponsor of the podcast, H2K Paintball, home of the H2K Tank Tool. Guys, if you're traveling or you need something to fiddle with, because I've seen a lot of guys just holding them in your hand, in their hands and just fiddling with them, uh, check out the H2K Tank Tool. There are multiple retailers out there who have them. Uh, also, there's a bunch of... Uh, fields and stores and pro shops that have them at the moment but if you're looking to buy them straight from the source you can go to h2kpaintball.com check out tank tool wherever there's a little tab and also it's in the store so give her a looky see like i said colors are dropping this weekend and early into next week too we're gonna have all kinds of high def pictures and the whole kit and caboodle I'm telling you, they're sick, man. The colors are awesome. Matte finishes. They're beautiful colors. 
They won't. A lot of what I've. I mean, we did black to begin with. We did some gold, like pro versions. Not pro, but I mean, just limited editions. Um, then we did blacks because they were just the easiest. We wanted to get it out. We just wanted to kind of show off the tool and everything. But, um, but man, dude, I, I, I can't get over these new finishes. They look so good. Get your hands on one, man. We only made, uh, I think about 500. So, and that's, that's 500 total for this run. And let's see, that's, that's a hundred per, a hundred per, uh, color. Like I said, again, orange, blue, red, pewter. I'll call it pewter. Type it on the pewter and, um, and silver. So. Yeah, check them out. H2KPayball.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate the support. Um, I know it's all over the place, and I know I say that a lot. And um, I'm just going to try my best to get you guys content as much as possible. Uh, I enjoy the conversations, um, and I, I hope you guys do too. So I'm just going to just gonna kind of keep at it and just keep increasing the amount uh, that I do this. I'm going to try to get out, start with once a week try and get out some more i don't need to explain this to you guys if you're a listener um you know and hopefully we'll get some new listeners out there and grow this base but uh, thank you all so much for listening appreciate it please don't text and drive keep your eyes on the road and listen to podcasts like this one and we'll see you again here soon on the playing on podcast peace